Hi friends! Good morning everyone. Welcome. Thank you for joining us this morning. Now, today is a little bit of a different day. Uh, this is in fact the first time that we have pre-recorded um, the message for a Sunday morning. So it's kind of, it feels a little different to us and hopefully things are going well rolling it out. Hopefully all the technology bits are working properly in this moment. Um, but we are glad to be together this morning. Uh, we're going to be away on Sunday uh, celebrating my 40th birthday. Can you believe he's 40 years old? I can't believe it. It feels like, well, 40? Yeah, it feels a lot like it did last year. <laughs> uh, but hey, thank you again for joining us this morning. Like Micah said, we're so glad to be here with you. We're going to continue today in our series of Belong, Believe, Become. And from the beginning of the Vine Church, this language of Belong, Believe, Become has been central to our vision. And we've been unpacking that. And, and our vision for the Vine Church is that we are a community of Jesus followers participating in God's good work in our neighborhoods and in the world. And so Belong, Believe, Become aligns really closely with that. We're a community of belonging where people can belong. We are a group of people on a journey of belief in Jesus. And we talked about that last week, how that journey has many ups and downs and is this beautiful lifelong thing. And then today, we're going to be talking about becoming participants and co-workers with God in our neighborhoods and in our world. Yeah, and so one of the terms we're going to be using a lot as we talk about becoming is transformation. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, when I think of transformation, the first thing uh, that I thought about as I was reflecting upon it was a butterfly. Uh, formerly mm -hmm. a caterpillar that has undergone a remarkable transformation. Did you know I read this week a little bit and inside the cocoon, the caterpillar releases this enzyme that actually like melts the caterpillar body down to just basically a goo that then out of that begins to form this remarkable transformation. So that doesn't sound very pleasant. To I me. can't imagine it would be. <laughs> I'm never going to try that, but, um, uh, yeah, it, it's this remarkable transformation that takes place. And I believe God is doing remarkable transformation in our lives as well. And I think the butterfly mm -hmm. illustration goes away, but kind of falls sharp, short in some respects as well. Because in the life of a caterpillar to a butterfly, there is this distinct one-time moment and change. And Scripture speaks mm -hmm. in those terms when it comes to our transformation. The old is gone and the new has mm -hmm. come. We hear those sorts of things. Um, but not entirely uh, true because the biblical narrative also describes this continued transformative process that the Holy Spirit, that God, is bringing us through. Absolutely. Paul, we're going to look at several of his letters today. He speaks quite a bit of transformation. And in 2 Corinthians 5, he speaks of transformation as a new creation. So I want to read that for us. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Paul writes, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. And all this from God, who reconciled us to himself, through Christ. So when someone is in Christ, that is when they believe in Jesus, when they're following Jesus, a transformation occurs. Jesus becomes the center 
of everything. It's like a, a reorienting of life, a reorienting of our perspective, and often a, a drastic change in lifestyle. You know, following Jesus is meant to be this radical transformation affecting everything about our life. And sometimes when we, when we come to know Jesus at the beginning of our journey, there's a very drastic change in how we think and how we act. But it's also true, like Micah was saying, that this transformation is a lifelong journey and it takes time and relationship and work. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was thinking of those of us that grew up in the church and maybe didn't experience yeah. that radical transformation. Like we kind of always grew up doing those things or in a household that we experienced that. Um, and and it, it really speaks to and emphasizes the importance of experiencing that ongoing mm -hmm. transformation in life. You know, in the Greek New Testament, there's two words for time. And uh, one is chronos. And chronos is how we think of time. So linear, uh, it, it ticks by in minutes and hours and weeks and years, time moves uh, in a linear fashion. But the other word in Greek for time has to do with uh, kairos. And kairos speaks of an opportunity or a fitting moment. It, it speaks of a moment that is larger than just the second or, or, or minutes that it occupied. There's something more significant. And so um, I want to introduce here early in our conversation, and we'll reference it a couple other times, um, a, a tool that uh, we were introduced to years ago. It's called uh, the, the Cairo Circle. And the Cairo Circle has to do with recognizing that God is either speaking to me in some way or some significant life event or, or, or some big event just took place. And it is time that I pause this moment in time and, uh, and, and spend some time reflecting, exploring what God is doing. And so we'll show you a link of um, an image that, that'll explain a little bit about this Cairo Circle. Uh, but the challenge is that when, when God is speaking or when big life events take place, that we pause and we observe, reflect, and discuss with some trusted friends. What's happening right now in this moment? What am I experiencing? And then move from this, uh, this observation towards planning, accountability, and, and taking action. Um, and I think what's really cool about the Skyrim Circle and the re reason we introduce mm -hmm. it today in our conversation about becoming or about transformation is that it's us participating intentionally in the transformative work that God is doing in our lives. Mm, that's a beautiful thing. So we, we want to ask, how is it that we are transformed? And specifically, who is doing the transforming? Because it can be a little confusing. So we want to ask those questions. And let's go again to Paul's writings. We're going to read from Romans 12 verses 1 and 2. And this is what Paul writes. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. 
So Paul here references both our role and God's role in the transformation process. Um, as far as our role, he says to offer our bodies as living sacrifices, to offer ourselves up to God, to open up to God, to yield to God, to actively seek relationship with God and to seek to hear from him. And then God's role is to do the transforming. Notice here he writes, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He doesn't say transform your mind, you know, or, or transform yourself. He says be transformed. That's a passive verbs. It's something that God is doing to us. God is working in us. And I love this language of renewing your mind. It's like this reorienting of your mind, of your life around God through the Holy Spirit. In Galatians 5, uh, Paul continues to talk about the, what the Spirit is doing in us. And he lists some of the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I don't know about you, but I hear the little song when I, when I say those. <laughs> but so God, Paul says that the spirit is producing these things in us. And then just a few verses down, he urges Christians to live by the spirit and to keep in step with the spirit. And I love that because the spirit is doing this stuff in us. And yet we're supposed to keep in step with the spirit and and walk with the spirit and pay attention to the spirit you know i go walking with my girls quite a bit and we're still working on like pacing so when you walk with someone that you walk next to them not three three feet in front or three feet behind and and i feel like this is a similar thing we're to keep in step with the spirit so how are we transformed and who does the transforming we offer ourselves up to god and surrender to him and the Holy Spirit produces in us characteristics that reflect the way of Jesus. You know, offer yourself to and surrender can maybe feel like kind of scary language and scary concepts. Um, and yet I love this opportunity, this offer, simply because um, lifestyle or mindset change is hard. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever set, you've probably set uh, New Year's goals or something like that, but you know how hard it is to actually um, allow them to become uh, habits mm -hmm. or rhythms or regular practices in life. Um, you know, about six, eight months ago, I made a commitment. I said on my 40th birthday, I want to feel in the best shape of my life I ever have. And so I was consistent at the gym and I was eating intentionally and then, um, and COVID. then COVID hit <laughs> and my gym closed down and I don't know, I, I guess I didn't have it in me to, to figure out new rhythms to mm -hmm. maintain the commitment that I had made, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it's amazing how just, um, one little hangup can stop a process like that. At any rate, as we talk about transformation in our lives, as we talk about becoming, um, here, here's the beautiful offer and gift that Sarah is speaking of out of Romans 12. Uh, you're not alone in it. Mm -hmm. We are not alone in this journey of, of experiencing remarkable change, of becoming new people, Paul said. Um, we're not alone, but the Holy Spirit is at work in our lives. 
And we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit to work in our lives. However, um, sometimes we do forget that uh, as Jesus followers. And our faith at times revolves more around us than, than God. And this is a really tricky thing to recognize and to identify in ourselves. And there's a subtle distinction in thinking um, that has a really big impact in our faith. Sometimes we focus more on what we are doing instead of what God is doing in our world. And so we become the central character in our stories, you know, the questions we ask can demonstrate this subtle difference. One, one line of questioning might go like this. How am I doing in my faith? What can I do for God? Or how can I become more like Christ? And we're focused and honed in on ourselves. Mm -hmm. What am I doing? And yet, like Micah was talking about the Cairo circle to pause and to, to ask questions of God and to really reflect. We can change those questions to put God at the center of things. So for, for example, questions like, so how is God working in my community? What is God inviting me into? Um, where is the Holy Spirit transforming me? This subtle shift in our focus um, is really important. And it doesn't give us a free pass to be lethargic in our faith and, and not, not to do our part. Rather, it intentionally places God at the center of our faith and we revolve around him. Mm -hmm. And at the end of that Cairo circle, uh, having asked those questions, having been very intentional and introspective, uh, we, the purpose of that is to move towards action, mm -hmm. to engage in the things that God is inviting us into. So that's, that's a great description. Um, you know, final thing on this train of thought uh, of transformation is um, transformation takes place in community. Mm -hmm. um, there's a reason God established ch the church, both to endow it with his mission to engage in the world, but also for um, the, the community, the support, the growth that takes place in these sorts of settings. And so I want to I want to say as we intentionally engage this transformative process as we invite the spirit to work in our lives, the relationships that we have mm -hmm. with each other, the ways that we engage with each other, the ways that we disciple each other, learn from each other, grow together, ask hard questions, um all of these are a part of that transformative process in life. So the belong, believe, become isn't linear. No. It's it's circular. More, it all happens yeah. at the same time. As we belong, we're on this journey of belief, and God is transforming us to become his his people. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. You know, um, Sarah and I have been gardening more this year, and uh, our baby garden. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nothing too impressive if you've seen it, but it's something, and we've been enjoying it. And mm -hmm. um, you know, we put a lot of work into it. You're weeding and you're watering mm -hmm. and yeah. you're planting and all these things. Um, but ultimately, we're not the ones responsible for the growth that's taking place in those plants. It's the nutrition in the soil and it's the water and it's the sunlight, right? All these things are the, the things that are actually causing these seeds to grow. And um, I think it's kind of similar to our journey in transformation that, um, that God is accomplishing this growth mm -hmm. in our lives and we get to participate. We get to cultivate this process 
Um, but the spirit is mm. doing a powerful work and growing beautiful things mm. in us. So what is the Holy Spirit transforming us into? So we've been talking about this transformation. What is the Holy Spirit transforming us into? The Holy Spirit is transforming us into loving and unique reflections of God. And I love, I love this. Humanity was created from the very beginning in the image of God to reflect God in this world. And sin has tarnished that reflection in Colossians 3, verse 10, Paul describes how our new self in Jesus, our new self is being renewed in the image of its creator. That again, we're, we're reflecting the creator as the Holy Spirit is transforming us. And what I love about this is that this is our true self. This is what we were created to be and to do. This is our most loving, healthy self. Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a story in the book of Acts. A man named Saul is persecuting the church. He is arresting um, and, uh, and harming Christian people, trying to shut down this movement that is beginning to grow and spread like wildfire. And, um, and Jesus meets Paul on uh, on a, on, a, on the road as he's heading to Damascus, and um, and Paul Saul at the time he finds himself blinded, um, confused. He hears the voice of Jesus, and uh, he's brought back uh, into the community of Christian people um, who begin to teach him what truly this Christianity thing is about. And he uh, goes on this incredible journey of transformation. The man who had once been arresting and attempting to destroy the church is now going to be one of the central figures in its growth and it, it, its future. And, you know, I, th I think the story of Saul who becomes Paul in this transformation, you know, it's an extreme in some senses and almost so much so that maybe we can't relate to it in our own personal lives, but I do want to mention it to say, if God can work such a remarkable transformation in the life of Paul, he can do it in your life and in my life too. And I wonder if that's part of the reason why Paul writes so much about transformation and new life yeah. in Jesus. He has experienced He's this. Experienced yeah. that. You know, we see in Paul's story how his encounter with Jesus um, transformed him and just set him on a whole new path. And Paul in Ephesians 5 writes this um, to the Christians. He says, follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children and walk in the way of love. So, so simple and direct. Follow God's example and walk in the way of love. Walking in the way of Jesus. That's what our transformation is all about. That we live in such a way that reflects Jesus to the people around us. Yeah. So what is the purpose of this transformation, uh, of, of becoming uh, what God has created us to be? Uh, certainly, um, God is perfecting us, right? Mm -hmm. He is bringing um, uh, about his, uh, his will in our lives. He, you said it best. You said uh, we are our most loving mm -hmm. uh, healthy uh, self, and yeah. healthy self. So yes, there is a self aspect to it. Um, but uh, probably 
more importantly, God transforms us for his purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the story of Israel uh, and uh, in the Old Testament is the story of God blessing a man named Abraham and saying, I'm going to bless you so that you can be a blessing to all of the nations. And just like at times Israel missed their calling uh, and their uh, vision outward, um, sometimes we as Christians do as well. Quite a bit. Yeah. Actually. God is working a remarkable transformation mm-hmm. in our lives, mm-hmm. but it is so that he can invite us to participate in his mission in this world. Mm-hmm. So as he's transforming us and as we're walking in the way of Jesus and reflecting God, he's calling us to do specific works to do specific things for him and his mission. I want to go to one more um, verse in Paul's letters. In Ephesians 2, verse 10, Paul writes, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. As I was studying this, the Greek word for handiwork is really interesting. It can also be translated as masterpiece mm. or work of art, that we are God's handiwork. We are his masterpieces created in Christ Jesus to do good works. And we don't become masterpieces by doing good works. This isn't something that we earn or that we accomplish. Rather, it's in Jesus and through the Holy Spirit that God transforms us into his masterpieces. And as image bearers of God, then we reflect God by living in his way and doing good works, by joining him wherever he's working in our neighborhoods, in our homes, in our community, and by walking in Jesus's way of love. Yeah. So we serve a powerful God and that powerful God is at work in you and in me. And that's a beautiful thing, bringing about transformation, uh, bringing about change in life. Um, and so today I'd like to challenge us. Um, this week, uh, be mindful of the things that God might be saying to you or the events in life that God might be shaping us mm-hmm. through. Uh, let's be a people that are willing to sit mm-hmm. still, to contemplate, to talk with a trusted friend. What is God doing in our lives? How is he inviting us towards transformation? Let's reflect on what it would look like then to take action, to participate in both the work of God and the transformation that he is doing in each of our lives. Mm -hmm. I'm confident that as we tune in to what the Holy Spirit is doing, we will find blessing in the week to come. So I want to leave us with this benediction. May we increasingly know the love of Jesus. May we experience the ongoing transformation of the Holy Spirit. And may we reflect the image of God who is love in our homes and in our communities. Yeah, let's pray. God, thank you for this day and thank you for this time. Uh, Thank you that your spirit is at work in us. And so, God, we invite your transformation. May we become the people that you desire us to be. And in so doing, may we participate in the beautiful things that you are accomplishing in this world. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So each week we leave you with a worship song that has spoken to us and that relates to the message. And today we wanted to share with you a song by Vertical Worship. 
and it's called Spirit of the Living God. And here are the lyrics that really stood out to me. Um, and it's, it's a, a prayer to the Holy Spirit. The lyrics say this, cause when you speak, when you move, when you do what only you can do, it changes us. It changes what we see and what we seek. And our prayer today is that for all of us, that the Holy Spirit would change us and reorient our life and change what we see and what we seek and that everything that we do might be for the kingdom of God. Yeah. Hey, friends, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we pray you uh, just find blessing mm -hmm. and opportunity in the week to come. Have a great week. Bye.